thanks for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. Other podcasts are available at brumradio.com. And welcome to Geeky Brummy here on Brum Radio, making your Saturdays a happy day, especially after this week. Hi, Guy. Hello. Hello, Phil. Hi. Hi, Keith. Hello. Hello, George. Hello. Hi, Dave. Hello. Full house. Yay. We're all back. Family's back together. How are we all this week? Mr. Ellis, what have we been up to? Uh, I'm alright, thank you. Yeah, this week I went down to Impact Hub in Digworth um, for a TEDx Brum meetup. Because guess who's putting himself forward as a TED talker? Oh, get you. <laughs> Dave Massoon. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else interesting? Um, I went to an art launch, drank a lot of free wine. Um, that was at Bar Opus, yeah. Yes. That, was, that was nice. I uh, did a bit of voguing. From your pictures, it's like miniature thingy. It's so cool. Um, yeah. It's so I think all of the pictures are on I Choose Birmingham. Um, if you want to check them out, but basically, yeah, it's these tiny, tiny, teeny, tiny dioramas, yeah. and then it does these huge like blow up photos, so you can see them all in detail. And my favourite was it was a real life dead bee, <laughs> and it had all these tiny, tiny little crime scene photographers around it, and it was called. Um, Who's killing all the bees? And it's like, oh, that's so topical. But it's, and, there was, and then there was one where it was like, it was called My Phone Died. And it was a cracked phone, black phone. And there were little people like all around it with wreaths holding a funeral for it. And it's just, it was, it's sort of playful, but it's really clever. Really um, so cool. I would recommend um, if you want to go to Bar Opus on Snow Hill and check it out. Yes. Or, um, or yeah, they're all online. Um, but yeah, they're really cool. Cool. Mr. Bloomfield, you've been a busy boy as well. I have. Yes, aren't you hosting something tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm host. I'm hosting a screening of Ghost in the Shell at Mac for the Birmingham's Comics Festival, which uh, is interesting because anime isn't my uh, forte. But yes. I've done some solid research, mm-hmm. and I have a wonderful talk to say. So yeah, yeah. so I did a, a little did a lot of work on that. Went to Coventry. Uh, they let me come back. <laughs> and uh, yeah, caught <laughs> I didn't know if you meant in the like actual physical sense or the. Uh, Literature yeah. sense. I got I got sent to Coventry. Yes. So yeah, but yeah, and I was on the bus, which hasn't been too bad this week. Cool. Dave, what Hello. have you been up to except losing your bus pass? It was an anti-climatic pause. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not been up to that much really. I mean, like collect a menu with yourself and George uh, yes. over the weekend, which was interesting. Good fun. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, just the usual work, work, work. Mr. Halford, yourself? Stuff. I um I won the uh, Nero card war. Uh, I went and bought a coffee with it. And then the following week we decided it was fun to hide each other's phones and we think we kind of pushed it a bit too far and annoyed of a colleague. So I spent the whole last weekend worried and I was walking into uh, trouble on Monday morning. So don't, don't prat around at work. I think that's pretty much the norm for most people, isn't it? <laughs> I should buy some guy. Yes. George, how about yourself? Well, last night I dreamed I was married to Jeremy Corbyn, so that sort of sums up the sort of weird week I'm having. I don't quite know what's going on about there. Dave, do you have? Yeah, <laughs> obviously. It was very strange. Um, yeah, I think obviously the stress of doing so many cons in a row has got to me. I think that's what's happened. Mm-hmm. And you went to watch a film? I did. I went to see Wonder Woman. And everybody keeps asking me if I wore my cosplay, so before I asked, no, I did not. I did wear a Wonder Woman t-shirt and, uh, well, just about every bit of Wonder Woman merch that I own. Yeah, except for the actual full-on cosplay. Except outfit. for the actual cosplay, Yeah. <laughs> So, thoughts on the film? I was actually really impressed. I am the world's biggest Wonder Woman fangirl. Um, I was fairly sure I was going to hate it. I went ready to hate it, and I didn't hate it. So, that's a bonus. No, it's really good. Um, the first, sort of, I guess, ten minutes are a bit cheesy, yeah, I would say. That, yeah. All the stuff with the Amazons training is a little bit naff. But 
once you get through that, Gal Gadot herself was amazing. She did a fantastic job. Um, yeah, it was re- just really great to see an actual proper superhero on screen. She was... DC's not had the best run in their no. recent stable of movies. I mean, they Batman really vs. Superman no. was a bit of a damp squib. Really Suicide haven't. Squad shall never be mentioned again. How dare um, you mention it? <laughs> <laughs> Even the last Superman movie was a little bit damp. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've yeah. been saying it's the first DC like movie that since they've announced this expanded universe that yeah. I've actually enjoyed. Well, it helps mm. that it wasn't grey completely, so that was yeah. good. I mean, obviously it was fairly grey because there's a little chunk of it still in the first world war. But you know, that's fine. Other than that, it was yeah. Yeah, somebody that actually put colours in, so that was nice. Yeah, but yeah, like properly written script. The twist was actually a twist. That was mm-hmm. great. And Steve Trevor was good too. I've never yeah. seen a, a version of Steve Trevor who wasn't really boring. So points for that too. He so was actually the, interesting and had some personality. Because I moved this back from World War Two to World War One in the film yes. World, yeah. where World yeah. War Two was the original statement. Yeah, Wonder I assume to avoid comparisons with Captain America. Yeah, but as it's pretty much the same movie, what do you <laughs> think compared to Captain America: The First Avenger? Oh, that's a good question. I think it, it does. It is really different. I think just because yeah. of. And again, it's Wonder Woman herself that makes that difference. And it, it it felt to me very true to the classic Wonder Woman origins, where she is a bit of a fish out of water. And while she is obviously extremely tough, she's also a long way from home dealing with stuff that she's never seen before. So she spends a fair yeah. amount of time going, what the heck is this? Yeah. Which is fair enough. They got they got the, na- the naivete very well done, I think. But without undercutting her and making yeah. her seem a bit weak and useless. She yeah. was tough while also being really confused about everything that was going on around her. Because my big worry was the Diana Prince side of the character. Because yeah. we've already seen Wonder Woman as Gal Gadot in yeah. Batman vs Superman, but I was really worried about how she's going to act in the Diana Prince way. Because from her previous acting, it's not been amazing. If <laughs> I'm fair. No, I think she did a great job. She got all the different sides across. I think Wonder Woman is a character who should have some vulnerability, and Gal did that really well. And just her interactions with the other characters and where she is firmly standing up for what she's believing and it was it was interesting to have i can try and talk about it without giving away spoilers she has a bit of a wobble in her own confidence in what she's doing and it's steve trevor who kind of helps her get to back to this kind of like but the point is not whether it about it the point is what you believe in and it's this thing of it sounds really cheesy but wonder woman's big thing has always been that truth is her weapon yeah, yeah. and it's, it's it was nice to have that done in a non-naff way to have her have to kind of fall back to that particularly as they'd given her a sword and shield i was very pleased when she threw it away and started using the lasso of truth that made me really happy that's yeah. all i wanted and, to see yeah i was just about to mention the lasso because we didn't really see it used properly in batman vs superman no. it was more of a whip rather than a lasso it's, a lasso. it's, it? it's used like a lasso it made me really happy <laughs> yes <laughs> yep yep any other thoughts from the other people in the studio who are hiding away um, I haven't seen it yet, but I am very, very excited. Yeah. Um, all the, the, review, the reviews have been really sort of yeah, almost overwhelmingly really positive. positive. Yeah. And I listened to a really interesting podcast um, where they had Greg Rucker, who's writing for Wonder Woman, um, the comic yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, He's written some really great runs before. As talking well. about her um, sort of the, like the, the, sort of how they brought the, the real life history of the Amazons and Themyscira into the, the DC universe yeah. and the importance of um, Diana as an LGBTQ yeah. character as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to see it this weekend. And I can't wait. Yeah, Keith, yourself. Read a few Wonder Woman comics in my time. Just a few. Just a few. My favourite <laughs> run was the George Perez run in yeah. the kind of uh, mid eighties, where they really brought the uh, Greek gods back into it in a big way. Um, I've read a lot of really good positive reviews for this, um, so hopefully it will be the first of the DC universe movies to to break that kind of grim 
understated value yeah. that we want. It's, it's the Zack Snyder style of wash out the colours, yeah. make it dark and gritty. Yeah, well, it's nice to, to, to see that you know a lot of people didn't have much faith in Patty Jenkins directing this one, and it's good to see that she's kind of knocked it out of the park in terms of the the um, reviews for it. The one question I do have is, do they still use the junky XL Wonder Woman theme in this film? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Does it it's not- fit? So it's, it's it the, does, I think, in the context, it's yeah. used. Uh, it's used quite heavily for some of the action sequences, so it works within that context of. Yeah. Do, being a bit, yeah. do you think they're going to be more orchestral, considering it's World War One setting rather than something with? Yeah, I'll say that yeah. there's there were. I, I'm fairly sure I caught a few strains of like of an orchestral version of the classic Wonder Woman theme, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah. yeah. Guy, have you watched it yet? No. Are you going to watch it? No. DC need to go away. Stop making films. Stop trying yeah. to take Marvel. You're not yeah. going to do it. Pretenders. Go okay, with that. Does this give George and Dave? Does this give you a bit more faith in Justice League? I think it does. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm equally. I've got a little bit more faith in Justice League because they've just brought Joss Whedon in, haven't they, to have to finish the movie, right? No. Well, yeah, they brought, they brought him on board because Zack Snyder's had some that, um, that's family issues. Yeah. yeah. So, so Whedon's um, brought in. And I think Whedon. His hands are tied because of the extent that he's basically just finishing up that yeah. film in terms of the end. He's basically just going through the notes that Zach yeah, left the him. Yeah, the film is done. But I would hope that, that, that Zach was moving in a different direction to where he was. I think you can't sit back and, and take the reaction that you had from the previous DC movies. They must have known what was happening with Wonder Woman yeah. at yeah. the time. So hopefully, and from some of the trailers that we've seen for Justice League... The, the way they're using Jason Momoa's Aquaman, mm-hmm. I think we're we're moving towards a slightly brighter universe. Yeah. Thematically, yeah. it's still probably going to be a bit more. darker than the Marvel mm-hmm. stuff. But I, I think, think they were veering away from the comedy to then stop being accused of completely ripping off the MCU from start to finish. But I, think I think it needs you the need comedy a little bit yeah. of the balance. I mean, I think at the end that, of the day, that's what comic means. It means fun. Yeah, they got that balance right. I think in Wonder Woman, she she's definitely been a character who's been very serious in past kind yes. of incarnations, but. They'd actually injected a bit of humour and she was funny, but without being the butt of the joke. But yeah, it was the only thing I was slightly disappointed by, actually, was uh, was Etta Candy, who is one of my favourites in the comics. Yeah. In is the, that I was Lucy... Thing, yes. Jasper Carrot's daughter. Yeah, Jasper yeah. Carrot's from daughter. From the office. Oh, Dawn from the office. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. local celebrity. Local uh, yeah, Etta Candy, connection. when she's written well, is brilliant and is this real kind of very vocal advocate for women's rights and plus-size rights. I mean, she's currently... a black lesbian military general in the comics at the moment so to have her passed off as the fat funny friend yeah it was a shame and i was that was my concern before i see the film but it didn't yeah. it wasn't enough to put me off like she was still funny and amusing on screen but it was a shame that 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 was that's not the etta that i know and love no, yeah <clears throat> i do have a question about one of the supporting characters because i've read a few things online about robin wright and her character in that film being basically, or being thought of as a evolution of her character in The Princess Bride. Sorry, I need to quickly interrupt. It's Lucy Davis, not Lucy Benjamin. Lucy Benjamin <laughs> was the one from EastEnders. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so Robin Wright's character in that yeah. general... Yeah. I, don't, I can't general, remember. Um, yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm zoning general, let's go with that. Yes. Because uh, I've heard a few calls for her to kind of get her own spin-off movie. She was. She did a really yeah. great job, actually, and it was nice seeing a. I hate to use the word, but a, a slightly older woman being so badass in a movie like that, and not just being yeah. shoved aside. Yeah, she looked like. A By older, I mean Gerard. not twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so most yeah. Of the she looked. You know, she looked like she'd seen battle. Yeah, she was she really well. The role. It was great. She did a really good job. 
there was a lovely meme on Twitter this week, um, and it was of Princess Buttercup and Princess Leia, and it was someone saying, "I've seen the princesses from my childhood grow up to be generals," and I just that was yeah, awesome. yeah. I saw that. So Chris Pratt in this movie, I've only ever seen him really no. Star Trek. Chris, 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 Chris Pine. Pine. I mean, they all they all get your Chris's right. You <laughs> we're we're choosing we're choosing between near identical loaves of white yes. bread at this yeah. point. Yeah, they, yes. well, Saturday Night Live did make a joke on this very recently. Yeah. Yeah. Interchangeable Chris's. Interchangeable Chris's, Mr. Chris Pine. We've only really seen him in Star Trek. Star Trek Beyond Star Trek Into Darkness, really, is where we've uh, seen Jack him. Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. Didn't bother. No. Not a fan of Jack Ryan. Not movies. a bad film. Just My Luck with Lindsay Lohan. Anyone? No. <laughs> Clearly a very important seminal role in his career. Yeah. Was it hi- Highway to Hell? Recently he was in The Western with Jeff Bridges? Something like oh, that. Yeah. yeah, not Highway to Heaven, the baby no, 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 ITV, 1980s TV show. Michael, what's his name, from Bonanza. So that's it. No. Yeah, he was in that. That was that was pretty good. Yeah. So how did he come across in this movie? I said, was really all used to him being this new like version of Kirk, bravado, shooting yeah. things and shouting quite a lot? How does he come across in this movie? I think it was well done. It yeah. would have been very easy to make him a, a, a kind of a Steve Rogers-esque, again, making a cap comparison but yeah. he, he was he like Bucky basically yeah sort of it's an, it was, it, I think it was definitely well done and it was yeah. interesting the way they played the relationship between the two of them that rather than have sort of her mooning after him the entire movie you didn't really get any hint of the romance until quite late on yeah like when he first turns up on the island she's not like interested in him because he's attractive she's just never seen a bloke before so she, she's it's more intellectual curiosity than than being fascinated by him and his, yeah. his initial response to her isn't oh wow you're really beautiful it's oh my god you girls are really tough this is scary like yeah. which is cool it was nice to see yeah. that they sort of almost put him into the more traditional girlfriend part almost and that he was sometimes the emotional heart of what diana had to do would, and he was the one saying well hang on what about would this? you say he's more agent carter than bucky barnes and maybe yeah That's yeah nice. i can see that yeah now i think as well the i think they used the relationship between uh, uh steve trevor and Diana, Di- Diana, quite well as, like, as, well as some of the the comedy between it, like sort of like just the little sort, sort of, of misunderstandings, yeah, the little it, yeah. misunderstandings, the little not not innuendos, innuendos, like sort of double entendres, maybe just sort of the little phrasings yeah. that yeah. were quite quite humorous, but you had to sort of pay attention to it if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Did so, did Guy's favorite train spotting actor, you and Bremner, <laughs> get to be more <laughs> than just a photograph, photograph in this one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. Oh, spud. Oh, I'd love that moment that, that that's the credit that he's got at Daenerys. Yeah, was he actually in the movie for a little bit? I'm trying to think now. Yeah, we'd have been as part of the, the short crew. Scottish was guy. It, was it a yeah. poster this time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's looking at like confusion. Yes, the billboard. Scottish guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he actually has quite, quite a good uh, a good oh, play. Yeah. yeah. That, again, you were clearly paying really well lots of attention no, in this movie. You're looking no, at me it wasn't complete nice. confusion. I, 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 like, I, I just hadn't, cl- hadn't clicked that they were, they were the same guy. Cause, yeah, well, there was I, only one Scottish guy in the movie. Well, yeah, but bear in mind, I've never seen train spotting. So. Yeah, yeah. so we take Batman Superman as a solid 4 out of 10. Where would you put Wonder that's, Woman? That's being generous. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely, definitely being generous. No, I mean, I the first hour was a brilliant Batman movie, and the rest of it's not worth I think watching. it was only a problem when Superman turned up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would give it, I think, a pretty solid, what do we reckon, an 8 out of 10? Yeah, I'd say so. So if you're wondering where we were last week, George, Dave and I disappeared to the bowels of the NEC and went to Collectomania. What's, what, what's in the bowels of the NEC? Collectomania. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Hall 3, which is right at the back of the... If you've ever been to the NEC, it's like... It is a bit of a labyrinth if you well, don't know exactly which hall you're going to. Oh yeah, we can wander for miles. Yeah. We've lost in there for years. Yeah. Yeah. 
Somewhere was... there is a lost tourist who's still trying to find the airport, just roaming around the corridors in the NEC. He just goes back and forth on the monorail yeah. for eternity. Walking <laughs> on that little skyline, the little translator yeah. thingies they've got. So, Hall 3, we went to Collectomania. And there was loads of people there, absolutely loads. So if you can remember them. Ming Nguyen, John Barrowman. Chris McCarpenter. Barrowman's everywhere. Barrowman's everywhere. I literally like Barrowman. Barrowman loves Birmingham. Barrowman. He does. He loves Barrowman. the Brummies. I think we should make him an honorary Brummie on the show. That, that guy will turn to any opening of anything. He will yeah. be there. If it's in Birmingham, yeah, he will. <laughs> he is the Philip. <laughs> he is the Phil Ellis. Yeah. He is the Philip Ellis of the celebrity scene. <laughs> It's the free Prosecco. I'm there. So, oh, who can we get to turn up? Um, Barrowman. Yeah, cool. <laughs> yes, John Barrowman. Deep Roy, which was... Yep. A, I don't think I've seen him at an event in Birmingham no. before. No, I don't think so. Can't Guy's stop broken. being a child. Who else? Who else? Uh, Bands. Yep. Uh, Dave Prowse. Yep. Dean Kane. Dean Kane. Yeah. Dean Slater. Who apparently was lovely. I've heard nothing but good things about yeah, people well, who yeah. spoke to Dean Kane who said that he was apparently really, really nice. He has to be nice because he doesn't really have much of a career these days. So he's he in Supergirl. He can't Super be presented Girl. as being a nasty person because it'd be like, God, he's got no career and he's nasty. He's got to be a nice person. But he's in Supergirl, and so yeah. is Helen Slater. It was actually mm-hmm. really nice to have the original Supergirl and one of the versions of Superman in it. They, yeah, they, have, they get occasionally casted for a little yes. bit of cash. Well, I was I actually sat in on their talk and it was really interesting to hear Dean Cain's interpretation of what I think Supergirl is. And now that they've brought Superman in, it's, it must be... They were saying about how difficult it was to like, see somebody else in the suit when you've been Superman before. Because it's, it's pretty much off. the That's ultimate mine. comic book casting, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, it must true. have just been like sat there going... Why? Why are you here? I'm yeah. I'm Superman. No, go away, go away. <laughs> well, I always feel a bit sorry for his Brandon yeah. Routh, who was Superman in something. One of the he did yeah, was it Su- New Adventures? Returns. No. Returns. Yeah, Superman Returns. And it's yeah. now ended up in just languishing. As budget Iron Man. It, it's, yeah, it's budget Iron Man exactly. <laughs> in like, to, be, like, to, be, to be fair though, Superman Returns not the best of films. Oh, Philip Ellis is coming well, to the market. Well, I need to put his mic up first. Should we shut up his mic up? Should I let him have his opinion? <laughs> Go on, Phil. It's a, I agree. It is terrible, but Brandon Routh probably looks the most like Super Money. Super yeah. Money. He does, yeah. I think the problem was it was dull. Not terrible, just It dull. was so boring. What was it? Yeah. Kevin, and the Kevin, Kevin Spacey was... Kevin Spacey as Lex Luthor should have been iconic, yeah, but so fashionable. Um, yeah. James Masters left the X-Men franchise to be... Well, that to was be, just... To be, <laughs> not like... even to be Superman, to be the other guy trying to bang Lois Lane. <laughs> it's just like... Who gives up being Cyclops to be the guy who but like, Cyclops gets is also by dull. Superman? Yeah. Cyclops is also dull. Cyclops has been dull in the comic books. He's been dull in the cartoon series, and he was dull in yeah. the movies. I know, Cyclops but, but basically, the, the worst X-Man. I mean, he is spo- wallpaper. Spo- spo- spoiler alert! But like the, the terrible early fate that he suffered in the you know the movie of which we do X2. not speak. The the last no, it was the X three sorry. X3, um, yeah. Was because basically um, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder no, no. Brian Singer yeah. Brian was Singer so annoyed. Out. He was so annoyed at him for going yeah. off to be in, in a DC movie yeah. that he basically was like right, I'm killing you off early. Um, and it's like well, and, and so he got killed off from that franchise, and then he came into the the Superman world and was just the most pointless wet lettuce character <laughs> ever. 
isn't isn't James Marsden that's the general role he plays though I mean I like the guy I like the actor yeah. but I mean even in Westworld he's a bit of a wet lettuce as well he kind of is just that's like his life role. he hasn't got what it takes to be a crisp that's what it is if it was Chris <laughs> Marsden it, it, was, it was flavour of crisps he'd be ready salted if it were Chris Marsden yeah. is it Marsden or Masters I'm, am I thinking of Spike Marsden. from Buffy Marsden, Marsden. Marsden. Um, yeah. if it were Chris, Mars, Chris Marsden then you know maybe but he just hasn't got what it takes he, he is a bit of a, a, a yoghurt isn't he <laughs> um, vanilla yeah it's just yes very much so like he looks He's very nice to look at, but then when you ask him to emote, it's like, oh, ooh, no. Um, <laughs> like, be, be plain again. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, I think uh, to this day, I think the best role that Brandon Routh has ever had was um, in MTV's Undressed. No, Scott the, Pilgrim uh, versus the, the World. Come on. He's I mean, fantastic in Chuck as well. Yeah. I, I don't have an opinion about that movie that you, that you want to hear, is what I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm going to have to separate Keith and Phil. Oh, I'm going to yeah. turn his mic off now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, getting back to Collectivilia, we seem to have got a big. Big bit of a segue there. Well, uh, to be fair, you did say it was the bowels of the NEC, so you yeah. know you didn't sell it initially well. <laughs> Ernie point. Hudson was there in the bowels. No, Winston from Ghostbusters. I had the best one of the Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. one of the one. Yes. Well, yeah. Um, He's the best. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're still living. Yeah. Yeah, and he was again sat in on his talk. It was very interesting to hear his life story about how he'd gone from like trying to get out of this comedy kind of acting scene into more other roles because he'd been pigeonholed by the first Ghostbusters movie. Especially when you're acting with like Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, you're automatically going to get tagged yeah. as comedy for the rest of your life. But he was like saying he was a classically trained actor and he hadn't come yeah. from that improv background and it was very hard for him to move on afterwards. And I think pretty much that was it until Congo. Did he Did he mention that he's in Twin Peaks? Because he was actually in a new episode of Twin Peaks, you would I? No, what, wait, 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 remind he, me. He was the um, general... In the room, that oh, was him. Yes, he always yeah. seems to be playing that also, kind of character nowadays. He, um, I really enjoyed him in Grace and Frankie. Yes, we were saying about how he bought a brand new Tesla in the series he'd been working on. The Fox had been cancelled after not being picked oh. up, so he was going like, <laughs> <"Whoops."> "Uh oh!" <laughs> I think he'd like gone for the Tesla with everything on it. He's like, "Yay, I have money again!" Oh, oh, yeah. honey, no. which just shows you how fickle the acting world can be. Yeah, definitely, especially sure. with. The, the, this is this is a general announcement to all actors. If you have a series with Fox, save your cash. <laughs> but also, I think if you if you're speaking at a con, I mean, you know, no shade, but like if you're speaking at a con, it's because you need the money. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Must must come. I'm going to about Barrowman though. <laughs> he just loves the attention. He does. Yeah. He does. It, Barrowman captures the room. He does capture the room. He's got so much charisma. It's like bursting out of him every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Charisma. <laughs> Charisma. Ah, that's it. He's gone. <laughs> well, I mean, you saying about Barrowman? Yeah. The, the, the brief amount of his talk that we caught when he was on about the, um, yeah. the difficulty of making a Victoria sponge in America. Yes. Somebody sent me photos of Barrowman doing one of his panels while wearing TARDIS leggings and a TARDIS print dress. Oh, of course. And doing his high kicks of some description. Also, some I didn't actually go to either of the panels, but in the distance, I could just hear Barrowman singing Copacabana. <laughs> just, <laughs> I suddenly realising what it was I was hearing. Like, Wait, do you think he just rocks up and like, oh, Christ, Barrowman's here? Would like, you even oh, invite him? Just quickly put a stand out. So the toilets for him. Quick, <laughs> <laughs> put a table up. The man must not never need sugar in his life. He's nope. just permanently, permanently hyper. Sounds like the perfect guest for us. But even yeah, even when we was talking about, even when he was talking about the Victoria Sponge, every single person in that room was enraptured in how he was talking about how yeah. difficult it is to make Victoria Sponge in America. I can guarantee, Dave. We asked Barrowman to be on the ship. Like, no, no, I ain't appearing on that. He <laughs> <laughs> got no chance. <laughs> he's been on our he's show. Been on the show. He hasn't been in the studio. 
We'll get him in at some point. And do you know what? To be honest with you, God help us if he did. <laughs> yes. I think a Philip Ellis is enough for all of us. To <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, Carlos Valdos as well. We've yes. got to mention there. Who, yeah. is, that, who is that man? He Cisco is from the Flash. Cisco from The Flash. Mm-hmm. I, the best TV comic book series at the minute. Okay. By a Country Mile. Even yeah. though... Except for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which <laughs> is signalling to. I do really like The Flash. I mean, this series just seems to be a repeat of the last two series so far. They, they need to get off the speeds to be yeah. all yeah, up to somebody faster than Barry. And then Barry Ooh. going into the timeline and sticking things that he shouldn't stick into the timeline. Yeah, I, um, well, <laughs> I'm really selling this. Mm, yeah, sounds I, great. I'll be but, honest, I, I gave up on the CW-verse. I mean, admittedly, yes, my laptop died, so I couldn't actually watch anything for quite yeah. a while. Legitimate but, reason? Yeah. But Carlos Valdez, Cisco, is one of the best characters, yeah. I think, in The Flash. Yeah, I yeah, really definitely. enjoy him. He really acts it quite well. He's actually got a depth of character. Yeah. yeah. And it's quite fun to see him there. I mean, you were there for day two, which I can yeah. unfortunately attend. So was there anything else that you two got up to while I was not there? I mean, my <laughs> personal highlights were definitely getting to go and speak to Judy Benz and Chris McCarpenter. Yeah. who were both in Buffy the Vampire Slayer and then in Angel. Um, they were both brilliant and just a, both really nice to chat to but it was nice talking to people who actually a, seem to want to be there and want to talk about their part we sat in on their panel on the Saturday yeah. and Chris McCarpenter was talking about the fact that she gets a lot of messages from people who kind of say oh I'm really sorry to ask about this I'm sure we must hate talking about Cordelia and her logic kind of being like no like I still pay my bills with the part I got 20 years ago this is great like yeah. <laughs> you want to fly me all over the world for me to talk about Cordelia brilliant you know talk it was nice to listen to us talk about a how much fun she had with the part and how much she still loves Cordelia and like partly because of the fantastic dialogue she got and I'll slightly paraphrase for bad language but she put it if you get actors like that effing <laughs> <Which, Yeah. laughs> she put it that, that was the best thing about Charisma Carpenter because she went from being the all-american cheerleader to actually having a character yeah, and, that was, and from that being was, the mean girl yeah. to being like the one of the most heroic, noble yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah but, but she got a bit rubbish. Well, well, I mean, the the writing in her last season when they had to try and write around and her, her surprise pregnancy was just yeah. terrible. <laughs> but up until that, lovely. But yeah. I, I just have a question: Do we think that Charisma Carpenter actually is a vampire? Because when they had the twentieth anniversary, she looks exactly the same. Spread, Having seen her looks, up close, she's yeah. not aged. I think no, she this might is, be. This is. I, I'm, I'm actually that, or an incredibly good surgeon. She has a Possibly portrait there. in her attic, I think. She does. She really does. Yeah, she was a very beautiful in person. But she probably was picked funny, that up off really the nice. Buffy set. <laughs> yeah. that, that probably Haunted explains objects. Joss Whedon's fame and popularity now. He just bought all these occult items. They all just sold their souls, you know, when, yeah. uh, when uh, just before season three when they got good. Okay. Okay. Isn't, that, isn't that kind of the prerequisite for working in Hollywood? Yeah. yeah that's well, true. Yeah. <laughs> Fan theory. Joss Whedon is the master. <laughs> he died in the second series. Oh. He just became the showrunner. I mean, da, 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 this 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 <laughs> checks out. Yeah, I buy that. Yeah, and there was loads of other sort of there, loads of stalls. There was this actually quite a decent sized cosplay area. It was the cosplay zone was, yeah. was good. Uh, Showmasters used to do pretty well with their cosplay, and it was nice to have cosplayers presenting panels as well. They had a separate stage for the cosplay area with sort of panels on all sorts of stuff, from cosplay etiquette to how to. Attach horns to your head. Yeah, just pretty work, much everything. Work with latex. Yeah, working with yeah. fabrics. It was it was really good, yeah. and there were some really really top notch cos um, top notch cosplay around as well. Yeah. my personal favorite I think being the Daleks. They were amazing. Oh, they were great. They yeah. were the two guys in Dalek suits trundling around, and they tried to take over Starbucks at one point, <laughs> and were just like storming across the NEC, bellowing caffeinate. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I mean there were some brilliant cosplays there. I mean there was a couple of Warhammer forty k ones there on the Saturday, yeah. and they were massive, and there was a couple of Warcraft ones as well. I think. Yeah. You know, yeah. people really. Stepped up the game really. yeah, yeah. for it. It was really good to see. I'll, I'll be honest. I think 
possibly one of your cosplay highlights was um, as, we, uh, as as we got to the end of the day on the Sunday, we were just walking across the hall to say, I think we we're going to want to see some people before we left. Probably. Um, and just Robert Patrick, who was one of the other guests, obviously uh, yes. the, uh, the T one thousand. Yeah, he said hi. X Files, which everybody seems to forget. Yeah, yeah. He was. yeah, he said hi, Wonder Woman, to me as we walked past him, and Chris McCartan said she loved my cosplay. Yeah, so, so it was a good, it was a good uh, weekend. Yeah, it for was you. a good weekend. Yes, I couldn't not go, not get you all prezzies. Well, I got a team prezzy, and it's the world's most bargain prezzy. I kept to our tat challenge price of five pounds. Have we got to share this or something like uh, weekends? Or like, oh my god! god. They're fake Beyblades, an entire box, eighteen packs of fake Beyblades. I you can manage to share those. I used to love Beyblades. I, will, I, I have admit. no idea what this is. What's a Beyblade? I don't know. It's like a spinning, like a. A spinning top you used to battle with. Like a fidget spinner. Comes with a poster. No, like you like pull the <laughs> thing out of them and yes. a bit shoots off and spins around and you're supposed to knock the other person's Beyblade isn't, over, is that right? Isn't that right? Basically, yeah. Help yourselves package people. But what? Battle, what do I do with this? Keith, I'm reaching. Apparently this is... That was a hell of an offer. Two pounds a pack, normally. There's that the, is a bargain. How much did you pay for this? Fiver. Yay, packaging noises <laughs> on radio. Listen to the lovely crinkle people. I love it. You've got one packet, then you've got another packet inside the packet for another packet. Mate, this is, this is the most annoying sound. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. So you get a figurine. You get one figurine, one disc, one shooter, three stickers, and a checklist. What the? I thought one a little, like, punk. He's doing, like, the little rock out thing with his hands. That's very impressive. What on earth if, is if this, people Ryan? Want to know what we're opening, they're called Heroes Legend of the Battle Disc. And I did a bit of research on this. This was a Spanish toy, which was out similar time to Beyblade. And then actually got a Japanese anime made out of it. Of course they did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like backwards Transformers. Smells <laughs> so weird. Oh, God. Why did you sniff it? <laughs> no, I, can sm- I opened it up, it smelled like that. It smells Ooh, like a pro Yeah, no, I just opened mine as well. You're right. Ah. Oh, I. Have you got your sticker cards as well? I'm such a nose. So. What? Wait, you you I... insert your disc into the shooter. Oh! <laughs> just, just, just for the listeners, Guy Halford nearly just took my eye out. <laughs> Should have known not to bring him toys, shouldn't I? What the hell is this, right? Oh, it looks okay, a bit like okay, wasabi okay. from uh, from. <laughs> <laughs> there is oh, this is fun. <laughs> Take your jokes on you, Phil, because you just fired at me. I now I've got your thing to fire back at you. <laughs> Laugh it up. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've all regressed to about it's six years old. <laughs> so, there's an advanced game for this, apparently. So you insert the disc, you spin the ring, <laughs> you compare results, and then you shoot them. You're supposed to shoot them at the figurines, not each other. That's no fun. Yes. Exactly. I'm gonna hurt guy. I've just piled together the packaging from which I've removed the contents. I've now compared the amount of packaging I've got to the contents. I'm a little concerned about our uh, eco footprint <laughs> with these things. There's an awful lot of packaging. Okay, so Ryan, what are you gonna do with the remainder of the box of these now? These are going to be donated to my nephews, much to my sisters. <laughs> Probably upset knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Little kid from the Babadook. I actually do quite like the f- look of the figures. They've put a lot of detail into it. What on yeah. earth is this thing? Well, <laughs> Keith has a pigeon which has got two jets on the side of it. It really looks like a knockoff Pokemon, that one. Yes. Yeah. I've, got, I've got a fish that looks like it's going for oral. <laughs> What's that about? Oh it's a goodness. fish with a bazooka on its with face. With three eyes. I have a what looks like a eagle with no wings, but like a 
cross stuck on its back. They're very interesting. Where you seem to have something from Digimon, George. I think it looks a little bit like Wasabi from um, Big Hero 6. Yes. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Phil, do you want to describe what you're holding? Um, <laughs> it's it's like an orange wasp, and it's got arms, and uh, it, it's got eyes like the Hitcher from Mighty Boosh. Yes. <laughs> Keith? Don't you dare, Guy Halford. Have well, you found the name of your pigeon? No, well, I'm looking at the checklist, but I only appear to have one of two. So, <laughs> and my character doesn't appear to be on any of... Oh, no, he doesn't seem to be back. on any of these. Right, there's a character... I'm missing a page. Has anybody got right. two of two on their checklist? <laughs> no, I've only got one no. of two. Right, I want to go through the names that we've got here as well. So we have Gashim. I have two of two. <laughs> Octobot. Seawalker. Quiran. Sorry, what? Quiran. Yardagon. Sharwak. Snick. Bunga. As in the infamous Bunga Bunga parties. Defius. Zan. <laughs> Drugan. <laughs> Spinbat. I think Turbeg, we're on Drugan. FYL, <laughs> somebody's just three letters, Troc, Vedian, Nuv, Elerion, Sifle, and Gale. Keith, what's the part two of two? These are these are just t- terrible, terrible names. Nunda, Cactum, <laughs> Makale, Zing, Oculus, Krushar, Prozac. Prozac. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's Gibbet, Balkum, Jungle, Wallach, Gribble, <laughs> Schlung, Drekker, Nox, Gruffo, Li- Libram, Morg, the one that I got, which is uh, Zypok and Volcate. They, they're really poor names yes. for characters. Uh, Although I'm, I'm I can understand why this was like a, Yeah, I was going to say, I can understand why this was a Spanish thing and then a very short-lived Japanese anime series. Do you know who's been mugged yeah. up here, though, Ryan? It's you. Because I reckon the guy you saw it, he was probably laughing at you as you walked off of these and I was like, oh, that, that, that guy's just all this. Well, actually, these packets normally would have retailed for £2 each. Should we see how much these go for on eBay? Oh, yeah. my God. Even the booklet yeah. stinks, man. Ugh. Yeah, but if you want to see what we're looking at, they're called Heroes Legend of the Battle Discs. Right, let's have a look on eBay. On. So I think the plan is you're supposed to like put the disc in and shoot it at the figurine. To yeah, knock we worked the that out when I fired it at Phil Ellis. Yeah. But you're supposed to knock the figurine over to win, I think. I tried. <laughs> couldn't I, couldn't, I couldn't knock him down, I tried. Yeah. Oh. It is pretty much just like a pair of scissors turned inverted to like fire yeah. the disc out. Yeah, a weaponized pair of scissors. I, saying, I, I do like the fact that there is an adv- an advanced shooter. I, I'm loving the stickers because what are you going to do with three stickers where they've just got random numbers stuck on them? I think they're like supposed to be like Pokemon I, stickers. Pro- like proxy cards. It's almost like, like Top Trump's type. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Throwback from the the nineties, early noughties, where you know, kind of kids were dumb and collected literally anything. Yeah. I think I still have a wardrobe covered in stickers somewhere at my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few lampposts on the way home that I think are going to end up with. Somebody bought on the 16th of April, bought 30 packs of these for £2.99 plus £4 postage on eBay. So that's still more than I paid. Not much more. Only via postage. <laughs> that's where they get you. Yeah. Weirdly enough, though, when you type in Heroes Legend of the Battle, the predominant item that's been sold is the game Croc on PlayStation 1. <laughs> Croc <laughs> Legend of the Goddess. <laughs> but they are very odd things. Well, I thought it was worth picking up and bringing them in to share them with you. Somebody bought a massive box of these, Ryan. Six boxes, um, counter box, two, tw- 29.99. 30 quid, so mm-hmm. £5 for a single box. Still not still not under- overselling it to me here. <laughs> I think I did a decent deal. Do we like our figurines? Thank you very much for thank the you. presents. Yes, thank Why you. Why are we giving them to guys? It's a terrible idea. Were you the child at school who got everything confiscated off you? I bet you're at school now. You'd have like six hundred fidget spinners 
all over your body. What's the deal with that? What is the I deal with a fidget so... spinner? Oh, okay. So I don't know what they are, but I do know because I saw it on the internet yesterday <laughs> that you can get. All right, Keith. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure whether I'm allowed to say this because on, on radio, but it's not a swear. It's yeah. not a swear, but you can get fidget spinner butt plugs. <laughs> I don't want to be on Geeky Brummy anymore. No, I, don't, I don't think even I want to be on Geeky Brummy. I think Phil shouldn't be allowed on the internet anymore. <laughs> no. where, where did How you did find you search those? that? I just like, you know, I follow some interesting people on Twitter. <laughs> Mr. Whitney, what's going on at Geek Retreat? Okay. Spider Man drawing. Nope, that, that seems to have died a death. Aww. Casual play? <laughs> <laughs> Who are they drawing this week? They're not. Um, okay, so today we have, as Phil so kindly mentioned, the casual play. <laughs> With fidget spinners. <laughs> uh, Broken our producer. <laughs> I'm sorry to any of the staff from Radio Listen. I'm not sorry. <laughs> so, Carry on, Dave. Um, so... As well, we have the Final Fantasy trading card game draft today. Uh, tomorrow, we've got Pokemon and Magic the Gathering. Monday, uh, the Magic the Gathering Amon Ket draft. Tuesday yeah. is Card Fight Vanguard tournament. Wednesday is the Future Card Buddy Fight tournament and the Exodus trading card game. Thursday, we have the Yu-Gi-Oh! Advanced tournament, as per, uh, as per every week, and their regular board games night. And Friday, when my list decides to respond we have their friday night, friday night magic mm. oh that sounds interesting <laughs> magic the gathering guy okay. and also their regular friday night tabletop game night <laughs> do you think we can take our heroes the new our new toys there yeah, to play we with just, them we can make our own tournament a, yeah we can probably get, get away with a D set with these little miniatures probably yeah. yeah i think they look all right right in the world of movies, the Black Panther trailer dropped last night after pretty much the worst poster I've seen for a long while with the photoshopping. Yeah. Oh my god, death by photoshop. <laughs> Everything was so shiny and metal it and chromium lens flare. It was just the way they just and... cut and pasted his head from another promo shoot onto it. It was still better than the Inhumans poster. Oh my god, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, true. And and slightly better than the last Spider-Man Homecoming one they did for the US one, which what? was the uh, oh. abysmal photoshop one. Is that the one where he's in the night? Spider webbing hammer. It was a yeah, terrible was a one that I got. Like oh. um, everyone, Robert there. Downey Jr. It was awful, oh. and they. Why do they do like collages? Like, like heads, just like floating heads over the New York skyline. It was really. I really, really hate bad. it when they do that on posters. Just not the the posters for uh, Spider Man were really really good at the first release. I they think were... sometimes with promo stuff, like actually the the teasers are better because yeah. they keep it simple. Yeah, and, and so that's they, all they end up with some really nice images. Yeah, but anyway. Black Panther, uh, Black Panther, Keith, what do you think? <laughs> Looks Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Nice choice of music. Yeah. Um, Nicely, know... Martin Freeman's going to be in it. We yeah. know he's going to be in it a lot. Yeah, doing, well, his, doing his Tim from the Office face. <laughs> trying, to be a bit, trying to be a badass, but doing his Tim face. Andy Serkis trying Andy to do Serkis. a South, South African accent. Being claw. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks. It's not the best of teasers. It's no. not the worst of teasers. I, I've got a, a fairly confident that, that Cogler will do a good job with it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Bozeman is, is a phenomenal actor. So, you know, I'll go and see it regardless of what the teasers are, are like. Yeah, but, yeah it's, it's okay. I think they repeated a little bit of what we saw in Civil War with kind of Black Panther flipping over and kind of stuff. So it was showing us stuff that we'd already seen in a previous film. Yeah. Would have liked to have seen a little bit more about the characters, but his bodyguards are there as well. So she looks badass. 
It's cool. So I want to see more of that. This is the point where we're going to get bored of the MCU. I don't think so myself, but... Maybe. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm not as hyped as I have been for previous movies. I'm kind of hoping that they learn their lesson with Doctor Strange. and We don't, we don't really need an origin story because he already had a bit of an origin story yeah. in Civil War. Yeah. So can we just get on with the action now? Yeah. But also, at the same time, it's like, is this just sort of spinning your wheels until like Infinity War? It seems like a, a kind of a much smaller it, scale it story. It feels a bit like a filler movie. It's this A, a bit of an Ant-Man. Yeah. Is this the same city that we saw in Age of Ultron? Uh, no, no. You see, at the very end of uh, Civil War, so but, but it's, you it's see basically that, where Bucky gets taken. But away isn't there an incident in Wakanda oh. in Age of Ultron with the Hulk? He smashes up the yeah. whole town. Uh, uh, that no. was no, that's not Wakanda. That no, was that, no. that was just somewhere where they bought where they Ultron found the um, metal which you can never vibrate. It was a deal somewhere in Africa. Yeah. Yeah. South Africa. I was going to say, because it's, like it's, it's gone up in the world in the last couple of years, hasn't it? You know? yeah. well, the, the, They've the had his... some infrastructure spending there. They <laughs> yeah. do touch on the idea that Wakanda is this kind of hidden country that nobody yeah. really yeah. knows anything about. They pretend it's, it's a third world country. In the comics, it's kind of it's it's hidden and it's covered by a shield. It's really difficult to get to it. I just wanted to do a different and interesting movie. I think the problem Black Panther's got now is we've in between... We've got Thor Ragnarok, and Thor Ragnarok could reset our what we want from a Marvel movie. Yeah, um, I, so I have I think, big hopes from Taika Waititi because he is yeah. such a left field director. If anybody's ever seen his earlier stuff like Eagle vs Shark or What We Do in the Shadows, yeah. it's not what you'd and, expect and he's from a Marvel on the director. The Concords as well, so yeah. you know if there is not a Jermaine uh, Clement and, cameo, and Brett McKenzie. Cameo in I want Brett film. to turn up as the elf from Lord of the Rings in it in the background somewhere. I want him to, I want him to do a musical bit in between because obviously there must be a half-time show yeah. in these gladiatorial <laughs> combat. So out come Flight of the Concords. <laughs> and they do, you know, they do a kind of, they do Bowie in space or something. Or like cheer that, up Murray. Um, cheer up the reader. I, I, I want to see a different film from yes. Black Panther. I want to see a different kind of story. Perhaps not your traditional superhero story. Um, whether they'll do it, I don't know. Black Panther's got a big history uh, in comics so it'll be interesting to see what they they do with it rather than it just be a generic story mr ellis podcast of the week oh, no 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 yes keith's doing the idents keith is oh. the ident king keith let's do us an ident let's let's get it finish let's, your wine gum if then gonna, give us a jingle if we're gonna do it let's do it proper and get the man to do it man of a thousand okay voices. sorry let's ryan see. but you're just a second rate ident maker screw you stop opening your gifts until we say you can open them I'm just getting them Tape ready. Oh, he's like a child at Christmas. So Phil ready, was so. in the calf drinking Prosecco and coffee, listening <laughs> to a podcast. What was he listening to? It's Phil's podcast of the week. <laughs> How do you know my life? Because <laughs> you, you put it all it on social in- media. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. <laughs> also, I mean, we just know you. You would be the worst person on any of the estate. <laughs> You'd be running away taking selfies as they were chasing you. <laughs> He's Hashtag on the lamb life. Bill, Bill's transmitting live 24 hours a day on YouTube. <laughs> Have you ever seen that Channel 4 show, Hunted? Yeah, I'd be terrible on yeah, that. Three minutes, three minutes. Three minutes. Like, three like, seconds. Actually, I'd be hiding in the woods and I'd be like, oh my God, this light is amazing. You know what, to, like, do you know what Phil's life is? The Truman Show. Yeah. I'm the He's one. Ed TV. I'm the producer <laughs> of my own show. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, you I'm are Ed TV. I'm Matthew McConaughey. Yes, you are. So... Podcast. Podcast of the week. You this... look like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the look I got then. Oh. I'm going to see you outside in a minute. <laughs> Fight. Catch me outside. <laughs> How about that? 
<laughs> if looks were lasers, there'd be a giant giant hole burnt through the back wall. I mean, after the week we've had on social media this week, for like, swear you are going to. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh. So yeah, let's get into that first. <laughs> so as we all know, it's been a very politically engaging week. <laughs> we've had the election. I dogs took, of Instagram. I took a selfie outside a polling station. Basically saying, if I can drag my hungover butt to the polling station, then so can you. Hashtag vote 2017. Did you not cash in your free beer? And then, what? Brewdog, if you did a selfie outside the polling station, you'd go for a free beer at Brewdog. What? <laughs> I is this, think is, you had to be under 25. Is this still valid? Sorry, sorry Phil, it's, it's beer, not Prosecco. I mean, it's, Phil can it's, get away with being under 25. If it's in a Prosecco glass, I don't care. <laughs> um, but then, so yeah, so yeah. I, I posted a selfie outside a polling station... And then Mr. Halford, 24 hours later, because it takes him this long to think up sick burns, <laughs> replies, hashtag dogs at polling stations. <laughs> You're a very cool and vindictive oh, man, Mr. Halford. Well, we'll, we'll I take note so at this point. Only guy is laughing. <laughs> so anyway, podcast of the week. Come on, I want to open my presents. This... You're like the dad at Christmas who just like. I'm trying to speak. I'm trying. I'm trying to tell you all, but you just keep interrupting me. That's a surprise because you're always trying to speak. <laughs> Come on. Okay. 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 Silence. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Philip is talking. Silence. Five. The ten is speaking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny because the longer we prat around, the longer Ryan has to wait over his gifts, and I can see him getting a sweat on wanting to open them. Podcast of the week is this paranormal life so basically it's no such thing as a fish but for um it's like the opposite of facts so every week they do a deep dive into some kind of unexplained phenomenon or conspiracy theory so like a phenomenon phenomenon or so like uh the loch ness monster or like bigfoot or illuminazis which is my new favorite word and they they, is that your new hashtag response to everybody hashtag illuminati it's a conspiracy um but yeah, it's just it's so it's like it's fascinating. But they yeah. they do it with a real sense of humor about about everything as well. So yeah, it's 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 geeky, it's funny, it's really really clever, and it will leave you convinced that actually Loch Ness monster is real and was not killed by Franco like everyone thought in the World War Two. So I think they just copied our folklore episode from yeah. a few months ago. Clearly, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. our impact. Speak, yes. Speaking of that sort of thing, did anybody else see the uh, comment on Twitter about um, about Area Fifty Two and how we? It proves it cannot be real because could you really think that Trump could keep his mouth shut about that sort of thing? <laughs> area we wouldn't 50, tell sorry, him. Area 50, is there an Area 52? Area 51. 51, sorry. I was going to say. Like, area 52. What does, what does Dave extension. know here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Area 52 is the old floor car park. <laughs> I mean, I no, I believe that Area 51 is real or, or some, you know, some uh, iteration thereof. Can I open my presents? Would... Can I open my presents? Can I open my presents? Can I open my presents? <laughs> Jesus, Ryan. Well, I was going to finish like my thought. this all the time. Yes. And it was going to be really profound, but fine. <laughs> already what started? was your profound thought? This is really bad. No, no you don't deserve it. No. Oh. Open, open your present. No, what you, are you, you do what you, you want. Like, you do whatever you want. Christmas. Oh, everything is open at midnight. Are you literally just shaking in your bed like, I've got to open the presents. I've no. got to open the presents. I, I do it at midnight. Everything just gets destroyed. There's just paper everywhere. I'm just me in a pile of stuff going, more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Donald Trump at a G7 <laughs> event. Oh my god. Yeah. Are, you, are you sat there in your Donald Trump cosplay while you're doing it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stop reminding us of that film. <laughs> I might do a Theresa May one then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I... 
The, the pres- only the only upside to Theresa May existing is that I know out there there is a drag character based on her that's probably hilarious. <laughs> I'll, I think you should. I'll bring back Donald Trump if you dress up as Theresa May. There we go. All I'll say is I don't think the prospects have been made yet that can accurately do with Theresa May cosplay. Well, I think you just get the melted face from the end of Indiana Jones. Or, like, the Maggie Thatcher thing from Spitting Image, because that's basically her. Can I open my presents? <laughs> so just open... Fine. Ooh. He's already opened it, and your hand was already in the parcel. Yes. It's a Rick, Rick and Morty collectible vin- vinyl degree. Oh, packaging noises. Vinyl today. Do we want to see which one it is? Yes, yes. I really want it to be a Mises. Yes, I hope it's a Mises. Can do! Will he have gob on his face? If it's Rick, yeah. You know, Ugh. looking at that picture on the side, Guy oh. looks more like Squanchy than I realised. Yeah, he has <laughs> Oh my god. Guy is Squanchy. I don't know what that squanchy is. Because I won't watch his show because yeah. he has gob on his face. Gob on his face. Oh, he's got gob on his face on the figure. Oh. It's Birdman. Yeah. You mean bird, bird person. 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 Phoenix person. He's awesome. I do love him. Oh, that's Let's so cool. not talk about the last episode, bro. Happened to it. Very present. But he came back, you know. Yeah, but still, end of season two. That was quite a dark. It was savage. It was savage. It was, yeah. Tammy! The other one. Well, you know, are we going to be able to control you? (laughs) We're not getting out of there. It's very very well taped with invisible scotch tape, which is the best of tapes. It's the best of tapes. It's almost like San Pellegrino is the best of beverages. Blood orange flavour. We need to do the San Pellegrino. Taste test. I did have a thing. can of blood orange and Pellegrino on that? the way back from Coventry. And we found it was very nice. We found out there's a pomegranate flavour, a lemon and a mint flavour. Can flavor. we do this taste test L- next lemon, week? No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Mint's not. A... Oh, that's point. We need if to have, have our Saint Helier to compare. Yeah, we'll do that next week then. Yeah. George just sneezed. Ooh, chew. Sorry. Not read this one. This looks really good. Want to describe to the audience instead I mean, of just pause in there, dead air? Tony Chu is a detective with a secret, a weird secret. Tony Chu is sebopathic, which means he has psychic impressions from every. So this is just me. <laughs> <laughs> as we know, I constantly, constantly, almost as bad as Guy. But <laughs> what are you saying? Are you Guy's you're munching a sugar. salad during the show? Yeah, I was just hungry with some lunch, you know, because you you decided to have a l- show at a lunchtime. So you know, some of us want to yeah, get have a scarf on. I don't have big bre- I never have big breakfasts. I can't be bothered with them. Breakfasts. Breakfasts. Yeah. Like Smeagol. It also <laughs> means he's a hell of a detective as long as he doesn't mind having a nibbling on the corpse of a murder victim to figure out who done it and why. Yeah. He's been bought in the Special Crimes Division of the FDA, the most powerful law enforcement agency on the planet to investigate the strangest, sickest, and most bizarre cases. Presenting Taster's Choice, the first story arc of the sold out and acclaimed surprise hit comic Chew, a twisted, darkly funny series about cops, crooks, cannibals, cooks, and clairvoyants. Sounds really good. Thank you very much, people. It sounds like um, a bit like Eye Zombie. Yeah, I was or, just thinking that. I, well, I was thinking when um, what, oh god, what's his name? Brian Fuller did Hannibal. Yes, it is. It's a New York Times bestseller, and it's from the lovely people of Image Comics. So, like to try and get some free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Image Comics, yes, please. Image Comics, San Pellegrino, <laughs> vodka, prosecco. Oh, it looks like their Twitter account—they have less followers than us. What San Pellegrino? Yes. I mean, come on, guys, let's do it. San Pellegrino, Geeky Brothers, sponsored by San Pellegrino. We need the sponsorship. We need the San Pellas in the studio. The San Pella tastes so nice. Guy <laughs> likes to drink them when he's nice, which isn't often. <laughs> Imagine this: like every episode, beginning of every episode, Geeky and then we brought you. By San Pellegrino. It is a match made in heaven. Come on, guys. Phil, you are 
a local social media celebrity. Thank yeah, you. Could you, you know, tweet us happily? Yeah. Right. Come on. Hello, I'm E List, E for Ellis. He's blue ticked, but we're still waiting on our Nintendo Switch. I reckon you could use that blue tick to get us some Sampellas. You could just be like, I'm verified, give me some San Pellegrino. By the look on Phil's face, I'm kind of got the feeling that he's going home later and he's going to open his door and behind the door is about 14 crates of San Pellegrino, 14 <laughs> Nintendo Switches, and he's thinking, I'm not letting that one out. No, <laughs> i tell you what, now, I've got a craving for a San Pellegrino. After Guy did that, that post on me the other day. I was going to share the love, but you don't deserve it. <laughs> Stop throwing shade room. <laughs> Phil, where can we find you online? You can find me online. Outside of police <laughs> <laughs> You can find me. You can find me dragging Mr. Halford to filth on Twitter at Philip underscore Ellis. That's Philip with one L. Ellis with two. Look for the ginger cutie with a blue tick. Not Patrick Warburton. No. Or um, you can find my website, which is freelancephilip.co.uk, which is where all my articles and short stories live. Mr. Bloomfield. Patrick Warburton. Is he the bread guy? No. no. No, he's an actor. He's, oh, he's, he's a really deep voiced guy. guy who's not the one um, in Everybody Loves he Raymond. He's the tick. <laughs> he played the he's, tick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was, he, was the, he, was the, he was the guy in um, The Emperor's New Groove. Yes. Who talks to squirrels. Yes. Yeah, that's Kronk. cool. Kronk. That's yes. it. Um, not, you can not the one from Everybody Loves Raymond who also has a very deep voice. Yeah, that's true. You could follow me on the internet, but I think for the next week, you're better off following Guy Halford and Philip Ellis, because I think that's gonna, this next week's going to be far more interesting. <laughs> it's going to be a my, flame war. Going we got my post about, oh, I'm waiting for the bus or whatever else. No, we got, we got beef, life. fam. <laughs> <laughs> but if you choose to, you just search Hardlock Hotel, ignore the Count Docular episode, and you'll probably find me. Miss Ellesmere? You'll probably find me largely retweeting the beef going on between <laughs> Guy Halford and Phil Ellis. Uh, yeah, you can I find can't me. I can't see George's face because the mic popped I'm too short for the microphone. Literally, yeah. just like a hair covering a microphone stand. <laughs> is Guy all right today? No, I think, he never I think is. his salad's pushed him over the edge. Oh, so yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a nice salad. That, that, the salad. I think the heat's just kind of got to him. Yeah. He's got the low blood sugar. I'm sweaty today. To be fair, maybe maybe needs like his fur trimming. Yeah. Yeah, you know when dogs get a bit warm in the summer and their tongue starts lolling out Phil, Phil would know <laughs> <laughs> anyway George where can we find you online hateful uh, yeah serious hate uh, you can find me at Caramel Latte Kiss on Instagram Twitter and Facebook one L on Twitter two L's everywhere else Mr Whitney yeah. uh, you can find me uh, at dwit3187 on in, on Twitter uh, Aces and Armour on, on Instagram where I've finally gotten some more Gundam kits to post up um, and also Facebook Aces and Armour as well Cool Guy Go on then I sod the blog off because we ain't, ain't written on that for a while so we'll wait until I've actually pulled my finger out and done something um, <laughs> at Guy underscore Halford on Twitter Vinyl Guy H on Instagram Beefing with Phil Ellis Yeah On both And losing yes. <laughs> Just listen for the loud screams from guy, you can find me. Over open other people's presence because you can't clearly <laughs> contain yourself. Online at Ryan Parish and at Romigoman, which is a food blog where I take pictures of food from my. Children. And do you have um, like psychic insights from the things you eat? Do they help you solve murders? My psychic insight is usually it makes me feel fat. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, in that case, wide open. <laughs> but anyway, leave 
watch my pain as getting my getting heavier online <laughs> as I document my journey into corpuscence. <laughs> watch his downward spiral at Brummy Gormont. <laughs> Done a lot more alcohol reviews recently. This is not good. <laughs> Basically, we're uh, we're just giving you all our social media handles so you can watch us like spin out of control and make increasingly bad decisions. <laughs> and you can find us all at Geeky Brummy on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yes. LinkedIn, Friendship Reunited. Yes. MySpace. JDate. Weibo. Tinder. Match.com. Scruff. Grinder. <laughs> Tinder. Growler. Plenty of fish. Gay Romeo. Hornet. Jack. Gumtree. <laughs> Happen, Bumble, Brenda. Penthouse Reader's Letters. Etsy. <laughs> Etsy. <laughs> Gumtree. What's, what's that really crash? Spock, 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 Spock. All over your face. <laughs> Bye, everybody. What is happening? <laughs> Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. If you enjoy what we do, then please consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash Brum Radio.